0: Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 of Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal star's Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking.
1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, Early Break Fun Show. So far, check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. We are now joined as we are every Thursday for the 7 o'clock hour by Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports. Good morning.
2: Mike, good morning, gentlemen. Shafe, how are you doing? Uh, I am good. I attended last night's rousing win for Nebraska basketball.
3: Okay, good. We can talk about this. You were there?
2: I was there. Uh, You know, the throngs of people were overjoyed to see Nebraska come away with their first win in conference. Um, It was was an entertaining game in the sense that... um, it was probably about the best that Verge has looked in a little while. I mean, Bryce second had a couple, half Verge was great. Yeah, Bryce had a couple nice dunks. There was a, a great and one play um, in there in the second half where Verge, inbounding the ball, threw it off the back of a Minnesota that player was awesome. and scored on a layup. And then he knocked down a three on the very next possession. Yep. I mean, it was yep. a, it was it was fun. It was nice to see. It was I'm sure very cathartic for fans and for players alike. Yep. Um, I don't know that it changes where I sit with things with this team at all, but it's nice to see them get a win.
3: Yeah.
1: I...
2: Yeah, we, we talked about you can't let one win
1: change everything from the 12 straight losses they had. In yeah, there's a balance play. here. You
3: want to yeah. you well,
1: want to acknowledge can ha- the win.
2: You can be very happy for them, which we are this morning. We're thrilled yeah, for the team we'll, to get that monkey we'll off the back. We'll what, see what happens moving forward. Minnesota's really bad. Um, these teams could play each other again here in a month. Yeah. Uh, and if they do i mean I, I'll, nebraska take nebraska. Has more talent. I'll take nebraska i'll take nebraska to win i mean
3: again i'd take them again yeah nebraska's more talented sure. at, at virtually every position
2: sure no i i wouldn't dispute that at all i mean i i feel like they're more talented than the northwestern team that beat them by a million Ooh, so i
3: don't know if i'd go that far
2: ah, yeah you know what i would not not as pronounced as this sure but, yeah, I don't think Nebraska is the worst team in the conference, which is why I think it matters more that they've struggled as much as they have than that they got this one win. I hear that, yeah, I hear that.
3: They're definitely better, than Minnesota. Minnesota. It helps any time Nebraska, and it helps any team when you play a team that doesn't have a big post presence or a big inside presence. And Minnesota is pretty devoid of that. They're very They're guard oriented. Kind of a
2: yeah, they were. I mean, we joke about Nebraska playing. Pickup up style a lot. That's kind of what Minnesota felt like, particularly in the second half. Just kind of amble down the court. guy would throw up a shot. They'd run back. That it was their just... first
1: half. Their first half was atrocious. I mean, they had yeah. 21 points 21 at half 21 points. And they were 0 for 9 on threes. I mean, it was brick city and turnover city for Minnesota in the first
2: half. They looked very disinterested in being in that game.
3: Well, so. now, Mike, they play seven guys. all. That's what yeah. they've done. And they might just be wearing down at sure. this point.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, look, it's the, it's mid February. This thing is almost over. Neither of these teams are playing for postseason. Right. I mean, if Minnesota were to rip off four more wins, I think they could go, but they're not going to. I mean, so um, they, they got a couple, they got a surprising win over Michigan at the beginning of the, of this whole thing. And then uh, they, they got a win over Rutgers. And I think that's kind of where they're at.
3: So. Yep. Now, I, it, I said this in the first hour and it's sort of, It comes off as damning Fred Hoiberg with faint praise. But I do think there's something to be said for the fact Nebraska's still able to win Big Ten games. Notice I said games because I think they're still able to win a few more after going through that horrible stretch of losing. Of losing. I mean, they lost 19 straight games to power conference.
2: Sure. I I mean, I don't know that I've ever questioned that they could do it. They've led into the, the final two minutes, what, five times? Yeah. Uh, against power five opponents, I mean. So to me, it's whether they can finish a game or out or not. And even last Much night, the they were up thirteen and doing dumb stuff, couldn't make free throws to finish it out. Like, no, they couldn't. I mean, so it wasn't. If they were up five, it would have been pins and needles. And it got to seven a couple yeah. one mean, time so, for sure in the second yep, a half. It did. Yep, one time got to seven. Yeah, and and you know they they won the game. They won it going away and and all of that. But and. I wouldn't be surprised if they win another game or maybe two games. But it doesn't change, I I guess, largely where I'm at is it does not change kind of how I feel about their trajectory of where this program is going. Um, It doesn't make me feel better about the future. It doesn't make me feel better about what has transpired for three years. It just sort of is. And, And... It's a terrible place for a program to be, quite frankly. The monkey's off their back in terms
1: of not going 0-20, but what does it change for the long term? I mean, is is
2: 2-18 significantly better? No, it's not.
3: There's an interesting discussion, though, and I've heard it from the, I would call the pro-Hoyberg people, is that win-loss record right now is irrelevant because... Because they're building a program.
2: So, I guess my question to that, now, and, and I, I I understand I, that, yeah. well, one, I understand that you're not those people. Right. And two, I understand, okay, that's fine. Like, they're already six or they're seven and 17. Yeah. Win-loss is out the window. Yeah. I get it. So my question back to them, who or what has you excited about Nebraska basketball next year? Well... Couldn't you say Bryce? Well, Brian. no, <laughs> no you, you can't. can't. You can't say Bryce McGowan. You can't say, say Bryce McGowan. You can't say Derek Walker. Maybe you Derek can't. Walker. <clears throat> Maybe there's, there's a chance Walker. with Derek. Yeah. Yeah. A chance. Okay. So let's say that you get him back. There's one piece. And even then you're talking about an undersized big in a conference where right. he plays hard when he plays hard and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's still not, you know, a top three scoring. CJ Wilcher, back. Back. Okay, is that something we're excited about?
3: Well, I mean, he's back he's um, off the bench. You probably get, you probably, you probably get Tomonaga back. I would think. Are you excited yeah. about that? Um, you know, I mean, just talk about players who are back okay. now. Okay. No, now I,
2: that's what I'm getting at. Right. Though. Like nothing got built this year. Not really. Not so really. what is so
3: so now you talk three to re-
2: straight years you've been in this? Like okay, we got to flip the roster. We got to bring these guys in. What has been built? So now Three you years. say,
3: now you go to Romel Lloyd Jr. Yep, Romel Lloyd's and big Blaise, part next year. Keita,
2: and We just did this. You went to Bryce McGowan's. Uh, you right. went to the CJ oh, Wiltshire. You got Breidenbach back next year, too. Breidenbach. Yeah, like, I, I understand progression, and I understand people who want to equate it to football. But at the very least, over four seasons, I could see where the defense and Eric Shenander improved. Mm-hmm. I could see where there was some player development. I can see pieces from the 2019 class that I'm at least interested in watching in 2022. Mm -hmm. With basketball, I can't see that. Mm -hmm. I just think you're just constantly in this flip the roster, and hope you hit a home run phase. Yeah, I, and I don't find that fun, appealing, or enjoyable yeah, at I,
3: all. I compare it a little bit to going to the casino and playing the slots. I mean, you're pulling the slot every year, pulling the, pulling the lever every year, and hoping it comes up sevens. Mm-hmm. And when it does, you say, see, see, you should go to the casino. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that I need to, <laughs> to pull up the stat as to what the – the most money right. Vegas wins on any one exactly. gambling mechanism. I mean, is.
3: but that's what doesn't have that feel. That's the, that's the feel to me.
2: Yeah.
3: We're gonna we're gonna, which to me feels like a loser. We'll pull the lever and on the slot machine, and we'll see if it comes up. If it doesn't, on to the next year, three point five million more in my pocket. Uh, I I mean I don't I got it, but again I don't I don't I I I regret a little bit we faded into this conversation because they come off their first win. Right, and any Big Ten wins good. I I, I don't I, I'll say that play, play
1: at Iowa on Sunday then they play Maryland at home next Friday. Yeah,
2: look, I don't want to to sit here and try to take anything away from it, but I just no. also don't want to play this game of, oh, well, see, they could do it all along. If they could, they would have been doing it.
0: It's and fair. again, I it's just very don't fair.
2: I I don't even care about the rest of this season in terms of what it looks like because there's nothing remotely appealing for next season. Jeez. There's not a remotely. single thing.
3: You what can't, if Bryce
2: would stay? That would be appealing. Would is be, it going to happen? No. no. I mean, one of the best things well, is, good at least in terms of enjoying whatever's one. left of this season, yeah. Trey coming back has elevated Bryce on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a real correlation of, of those two For being sure. able to play together. For sure. And so that at least has been fun. Neither are going to be back next year. Right. Chance Chance on Trey. Sure. Chance, because I don't he, think he can go to the NBA. Right, he can play. He can, but he has, does he want to go play in Italy for money? Maybe I don't know. He can know. come back to college for what, what I believe would yeah. be a fifth year. He has one more year of eligibility.
3: Yeah. He's a junior. Um He might just want to go make
2: money now. Especially but there's if his, a chance he, can come especially back. if his brothers yeah, not his brother's here, brother's and, gone, and right. especially after think of how many losses he's been a part of. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. So, I, I, look, I wanted Fred Hoiberg to work. Yeah, we all did. I just don't think – like, you can give him next season. I don't think it's going to be any different. Well, I so, think to me, then what the hell are the you problem. doing? It's a waste of time, then.
3: I think we are – I think there's a good chance you he will get another
2: season. Sure, because it's $18 million right. for him not to be here, right. which is the crappiest reason to have a coach retained. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford to, to fire <laughs> him. To be fair. That's sorry, just, fan so base. We're going to keep losing basketball games with no real hope for the future because we can't afford to not do anything. <laughs> can't afford to fire him. I mean, that's that's the argument. When you it's write amazing. your column that he's retained in March, good luck with that. Because it's going to be really hard to make any sort of case as to why the hell he's still here. And I, I, I this sounds really strong, but this is just where I am right no, now. No, I appreciate it. Uh, and support. I think a lot of people I, I like your that go to these games that use their money to attend and, and watch this team, they're sick of it. Like, they're legitimately tired of walking out of that arena thinking... Why the hell do I do this? But it felt... How did it feel last night? Oh, it felt pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, it. nobody was doing cartwheels. No. I, I, it, it's really you, awkward time. You were time. happy... It's really awkward time. You were happy for the players in the sense that, you know, they get to feel the feeling of a win, but it's not like it changed any sort of trajectory of where this thing is. Mm. There's still a sailboat with no wind out in the ocean. Mm.
3: They caught some winds.
2: They caught some There's with gust last. They, week. The Jeez, last they night. went the wrong direction. I don't know. <laughs>
3: oh no! Here's the. They t- got a
2: nice little breeze. This <laughs> is
3: what sustained losing, and we've and we've yeah, we've experienced tough. it this in football tough. and basketball. What sustained losing does is, I try to learn from all this. It creates a lot of awkward conversations and a lot of and it creates a lot of vulnerability for the coaches involved. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of vulnerability. They can't fire back at you. They can't well, fire back at what you're saying. They. Even if they could, what would you say? Right. They can't. They can't. In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms. Optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption. And adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. Um, and I, and look, it's awkward. It's awkward. I, I'm
2: they, not trying to say that Fred Hoiberg isn't coaching or that he just he's came here and he's, trying to, he's to, trying to get a big payday. I don't believe any of that. No, he's trying. I believe that he's trying. I just don't think that he knows how to change where they're at. Right. Because I, I have come to the conclusion... And this is from the conversations with you guys and with Happer during the, the first half of this year and over the last two seasons. I don't think he knows any other way to win other than the one style. And so that one style, they haven't been able to accumulate the players. Nope. Okay. They haven't shown any sustained ability to play that style. So what what like it's not like, you know, Scott Frost, we think is making a change. In his offense to elevate this program to get past a hurdle that he hasn't been able to do himself for four seasons,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know what the equivalent to that for Fred. Hoiberg well, no, would he be. did.
3: Now, Mike, to be fair to Fred, he did make adjustments within the his system. You know, starting to play through Walker more. That was that was eleven, twelve games ago. They are going through Walker more. That was yeah. an adjustment. It was an adjustment. Yeah, I mean. It's they, not a different system, but they did make an adjustment within the they system. They went
2: through Walker against teams that didn't have bigs at the beginning of the season. It's not like it was anything new or unique. Or they different. tried
3: to get Bryce going downhill more. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did. He tried, they, and they started shooting the ball better. You know, they've shot the they ball shot well. well last night. Yeah, they've yeah, shot they the ball well. well they've night. been shooting the ball well for some time now. Um, better than they were. You know, they got off to such a horrendous start. Mm-hmm. This season from three point territory, but that evened out a little bit if you look at the numbers. So, uh, it, it I mean, it, it's just awkward. It's awkward.
1: Yeah, it's not fun. fun. yeah, I mean, they were killed earlier too by the fact that every opponent made like every three they looked at too.
3: Well, that's not altogether true, is it?
1: They made a lot. Of, they they were giving up giving up a lot of threes and making very few themselves early on, at least in
2: conference play.
3: Seven thousand there last night, and you were one of them.
2: I. Am dubious of seven thousand people being
1: there. What is the Mike Schaefer prediction for the attendance last night? I would night?
2: say probably closer to fifty five hundred. Um, eight p.m. tip. That's light yeah. on oh, Well, look, and the eight p.m. tip hopes nobody, No I But, mean, that, he, but if, if you got they two bad teams playing each other at eight p.m. on a Wednesday night, like it's not like this was people were. Clamoring That's true, to though. The if the Nebraska worst was, teams in the conference. but if
3: Nebraska was seventeen and seven, it'd oh, be they'd packed. be full. And sure, yeah, be yeah, plod,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. I there's. But that, that's natural. This <laughs> fan base supports winners. I mean, the baseball season tickets just sold out. Like they want to watch teams win. There's no, there's no question about that. But you're you're six and seventeen. This conversation is so cold for you. You got to put a jacket on.
1: <laughs> it's not even cold
2: in here. here. It's, it's so cold in here. I, I always, I might go outside
1: 70. and warm up. And you would not. You'd be colder out there. I would. We should. seven show outside. Seventy degrees. Yeah, now it's like most fan. I mean, the fan. Yeah, it is warm in here.
3: Fan bases support winners. I mean, yeah. Nebraska's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, we can switch to baseball here. Uh, we're
1: going to the next segment. I want to get his thoughts quickly on uh, Husker football moving from Saturday to Friday against Rutgers. Yeah, what do you think about that? You got Sean? a game in Ireland now, and two Friday games this year for Nebraska. October
3: seventh is the date in, in East Piscataway. Is it, it East just, Piscataway? Just, just
1: Piscataway. <laughs> There's no direction there. It's just Piscataway. I'm thinking about East Rutherford. And East Lansing. Yeah. (laughs) 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 We're playing the Giants now, apparently. All right, Piscataway.
2: Oh, they're in Meadowlands. East Piscataway. Sybil's going to show up at MetLife on Friday, (laughs) October 7th. Where's the game? I wonder where everyone is.
3: Shave, where's the game?
2: Uh, Uh I see nobody here. You know, I. This is one of those things to me, it's not a big deal. I think for coaches, you hate having one less day to prepare for an opponent. I don't think Nebraska has a bye week before that game. So I don't, they'd be coming off of Indiana, maybe. I don't know the schedule. They're coming off of Indiana. That's right. I don't, I don't have the schedule memorized yet. But, um, I, for me, it's not a giant deal. Um, but I, you know, I haven't ever covered a coach who likes playing one day earlier. I mean, you know mike riley was sort of awkwardly put in the spot with the whole black friday thing and mm-hmm. he said something along the lines of you know we prefer to have the full week to get ready mm-hmm. but you could tell he like really didn't want to answer the question which it wasn't really like him normally he's fine but he he knew like that was not something you wanted to get involved with right but that's what coaches are they want as much time as possible mm-hmm. to prepare so i yeah i fully understand that um From a fan perspective, it's not like there was a ton of people that go out to the Rutgers game anyways. Um, Uh, No. So whether it's the home fans or the away fans. uh, And then if you are going out as a Nebraska fan and you're going to fly out Friday anyways, it'll be a night start. And then you'll get the full weekend to do other stuff. That's good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from, from that, that seems like that's a win. If I were a fan, I think I'd really like it occasionally. I want to go this year. I don't know. I haven't been out there yet. It's one of the four remaining stadiums for me. So, uh, you know, I'm sure it is just a beautiful castle, (laughs) Um, a pristine. It's it's the birthplace
3: of college football. It's kind of cool, actually. I don't want to.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And I have I have some friends in New Jersey, so there's people that I could spend time with. But I I have not gone out there
1: yet. If Penn State is Croatia, what's what's Piscataway? (laughs) Lithuania. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you
2: yeah, call? There, there you go. You go with that. It's yeah. part of the Eastern Bloc.
3: Yeah, I like Mark Manning, just characterizing state college as Beirut.
2: Yeah, so you guys, you
1: guys both have different, <laughs> different descriptions of it. Yeah. Uh,
3: Croatia for you, and Beirut
2: for Mark Beirut Manning. conjures up very different images than <laughs> yes. Croatia, by the yes, way. Yes, it
3: does. Which the I don't know. East. Have you
2: <laughs> ever done a Google image search of Croatia? I've not. I've heard it's beautiful. It's actually. absolutely stunning. So it's funny to me that Croatia is what you and use. You want to because to change I, up your words? I get it from the reference that it's relatively harder to get to that's than other I'm, places. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> like the it's photos sort of, of it, it's like, away. if you go to Croatia, you don't want to leave. Yeah, you well. Know? You go to State College, I'm pretty yeah. sure you're happy yeah. to get back to Pittsburgh yeah. and fly home. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's never occurred to me that I'd like to stay in State College for any sustained amount of time. Um, Hey, Croatia. see, the, the deal is, is Nebraska plays at Rutgers. And then the next week and at West Lafayette, yeah. which is that's Two when, great I, long, road trips for when I long for the Big 12. That's when I long for the Big 12. Yeah. It's well, not just me. I don't want to make this about me. I think a lot of fans would say that.
2: Yeah, Well, you don't have the ability to just get in a car and drive to Piscataway. I mean, you can drive to West Lafayette, but it's a it's long, a long drive. drive. Yeah, it's always nice driving south
3: th- that time of year, too, as Warmth. opposed to north or east. dead east. Yeah, don't want that. Anyway, uh, there you Before
1: go. we get to baseball next segment, remember this hour is sponsored by
2: Trek CBD.
1: Shave for work. What can people get at Trek CBD? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, what can't they get at Trek CBD? We've talked about all sorts of products over the last uh, couple months. But, of course, they have the Delta 8 gummies that are available there. They have the oils and the ointments. Uh, I've talked about the... The freezer roll that you can put on if you have like some some topical muscle issues. Uh, so there's there's all kinds of stuff. They're experts in their field. I mean, you know, you talk to Scott or Shannon or, or their son. Uh, I believe his name is Hunter. I mean, they all know what they're talking about. If you go to them and you're like, oh, I'm dealing with this, they're going to have a variety of products for you to use. They're going to have, uh, you know, in some cases, samples for you to try. Uh, so it's a it's a great experience. I mean, as. In a time in which everyone increasingly wants to just buy stuff online, it is nice to be able to walk into a store where you don't have much expertise, and there's people there that can help you out and point you in the right direction. Yeah, good point. So it removes some of the trial on air, which I think is what's great uh, about doing stuff like that. People. Yeah. Trek
1: CBD 27th and S and 84th and Andermatt.
3: People. Yeah, I still like walking into a store and talking to people.
2: One of the hardest things to explain... For a guy who worked from home before it became fashionably cool or forced upon people, whichever way you want to go with it, Um, I would enjoy trips to, like, the grocery store or to the bank. Like, it's 2015. I'm working from home. Like, I haven't had any personal interaction with anybody. You like going to the bank. I mean, I can only have so many conversations (laughs) with Slider. And it's like, all right, well, uh, I could do mobile deposit here. Uh, or I can just go to the bank and eat some hard candy <laughs> yeah. and talk to this and, and bank. And converse talent. with the bank. So the I, I am like still kind of an old person in the regard of like I like to physically go yeah. and do that stuff. So. Good for you. Okay. Good for you.
3: That's
1: well, what I like. more next on Early Break on the Ticket. <laughs>